This is Detention, a podcast dedicated to candid conversations about education. I'm your host, Dr. Nadia Lopez, a global leader, author, speaker, coach, consultant, and entrepreneur who opened a school to close a prison. Join me as I share my insights and bring fellow disruptors to serve time in conversation. Rebels, let's get into some good trouble. This officially marks the end of season one, and I want to take this moment to show gratitude and to be transparent, not only in my self-reflection of how much has been accomplished, but also sharing what will come next in the new year. First, I want to thank you for listening and coming along with me on this journey. Back in 2020, during the midst of the pandemic, I actually pitched the idea to someone who manages folks who own their own podcast networks. Although I was told that it was a really good concept, they really wondered if people would be interested. And I felt it discouraging because if there was ever a time that people would be interested about conversations regarding education, it was during the pandemic, which was a historical moment in which parents and teachers were struggling to get through all of the challenges with remote learning and dealing with the mental health issues that were arising in children. Needless to say, there was no follow-up on their end and neither did I step into wanting to have a conversation or being further disappointed. But one day after I had done an audio interview, my good friend Rondell who heard it approached me and asked me whether or not I would be interested in launching my own podcast and that he would produce it. Now, let me take this moment to interject in my own story and bring your attention to something. Sometimes we believe that there is only one way to get things done because that's all we know. Sometimes we're relying on certain people in certain places to open up doors and to be a source. When in actuality, they may be the last ones to believe in us, to come through for us, or even consider us. Sometimes the very people you need to take heed to are the ones that you never expect, but have always shown up in multiple ways. I just wanna say that there are people who are already aligned and have been assigned to the destination of where you're going. So now back to the story. I was super duper hyped and ready to go. But if you recall the first episode I shared, there was a delay in my launch because I had caught COVID and in the midst of, I want to say the end of 2022, Um, sorry, 2021, entering into 2022, I experienced depression and felt so disinterested in getting started with anything. I went from January launch date to February, and then there was March, and I was so disappointed in myself. And I watched this webinar with this influencer by the name of Neo, who basically said, you have to choose a hard date. Right. Like if you don't choose a hard date to start something you really want, 
then you have to be willing to lose something. And at this point, I had lost time and I was losing confidence in just starting. And so I decided 315 was going to be the date of the launch because if you think about it, right, that's when detention happens after school. And so March 15th just seemed really fitting. But on that day, I had dropped my daughter Sine off to the airport and what ended up happening is that I decided to send the file to Rondell for him to, you know, listen to it, upload it, do all the things that a producer does. And somehow I ended up deleting the file. I had no other choice in that moment but to turn on my voice note and begin recording right there in the car at the airport. I have to say I was proud of myself and it sounded decent. It, it actually sounded good. Um, and even though there was an obstacle in my way, I figured out how to get it done. But to be honest, after a few episodes, I found it difficult to find my voice and to stay consistent and started really doubting myself. The very thing that I wanted made me question whether or not I deserve to be in that space. And this was just becoming pure imposter syndrome at its finest. I knew I wanted to talk about education and had recorded multiple interviews that were really good. And I had gotten so much feedback about them. But where I had a plan of all the things that I wanted to get done with the podcast, I literally derailed them because I started to follow trends and started to react to headline news about the teacher shortage and budgets instead of just staying the course. What I did was conform to mass media and tried to stay relevant in pop culture, which in all honesty, just suppresses the real issues and looks to sensationalize and exploit whatever needs to be like the hot topic to attract more viewers. I became so distracted not only by that, but also my own personal life struggles. And then in the midst of it all, I experienced being told that I couldn't return back to the school that I had opened. And what I'll do is I'll link, I'll link those show notes to the episode where I share exactly what happened. But the experience was traumatizing to say the least. It triggered so many emotions of dealing with a toxic work environment in which I experienced bullying and where there was weaponizing of power by women of color, unfortunately. And so what I decided was I was going to use the platform as um, through the podcast in order to use this to share my experience and to validate who I was and to save my good name by telling my truth. But in trying to prove how much I was a thought leader and you know, showing my credibility, I was not helping myself to heal. I was actually causing myself more harm. And let me just 
take a minute to pause. Because sometimes in retelling your story, depending on what that story is and your experience with it, it could make you have a visceral reaction. But after much self-reflection, I can safely say that my past and those circumstances, they're not my own to define who I am, right? And if you can relate to that, if you've ever felt unworthy in a space, if you've ever experienced work trauma, I just want you to know that you are not defined by your circumstances either. We go through things that force us to take a hard look at ourselves and the choices that we make, whether we stay or we decide to let them go. But for me in 2022, I was stripped down to my bare core. There were so many doors that closed that included relationships, places that I held dear to my heart and people who I thought were aligned to me, but really weren't. So I feel like I can always be honest with you and just share that I had a moment of desperation and started making so many decisions based out of fear and not trusting who I am or whose I am. And while I was able to successfully support others and give them all the ideas to launch whatever it is that they wanted or to finish out projects, I had hit rock bottom in so many ways. And no one knew because I didn't share it on social media and I definitely wasn't calling people to let them in. But sometimes we do that, right? But I want to share with you that there were blessings in the midst of it all and they were profound. But I had lost sight of it. So one, I'm going to go back to giving myself kudos because I did launch this podcast. And even though there was inconsistencies, I can never say that I have regrets not doing it. I had the amazing opportunity of observing education through a global lens and I traveled to Switzerland, the UK and the island of Grenada. And I also was able to launch Tea With Me, which became a support group for educators. And I did that actually in January in the midst of all of the depression. And when I say it was like the midst of it, but to this day, every Sunday, we meet online, virtually, and we offer each other encouragement. And I'm so proud of them because not only have I seen the growth in them, but they have been an inspiration to me as well. Um, this past December 5th, I launched the Breakthrough to Break Free program. And the reason why I created that is because there were so many people who had experienced trauma or were overwhelmed by their workspaces or at a crossroad and ready to pivot and just didn't know where to start because all they've known is the places that they've worked for so long. And so I wanted to create a coaching program that would allow them to face their fears and to start recognizing that they are indeed the asset and live a life of freedom by creating a 
plan of action centered in their purpose. And what else? The Makers Conference. Um, I actually spoke at the Yahoo Makers Conference in October, and that was incredible because I don't know if I share with you all, I have a vision book. And I believe in writing things down and making them plain. And the vision book helps me to visualize the things that I want. And I, I had put down Switzerland that I was going to travel. And I also put down that I was going to be a speaker at Yahoo, the Yahoo Makers. Um, and the fact that I was able to accomplish those things, I'm really, really like just grateful because again, in the midst of the storm, my creator allowed me to have an opportunity to see that all things are possible, even when I don't see it for myself. Right. And so that was major. Um, and so as I look towards 2023, I want to say that, well, let me wait before I go to 2023. Another thing that I'm actually proud of is the fact that my daughter turned 21. Shout out to Sine, And I'm so grateful that she gave me the opportunity to interview her for the podcast. And that was also a turning point for me because I really wanted people to see how impactful our work can be, especially when it's harmful or we dedicate so much time that we don't even see our own children or our family members and how it could affect them. So I'm just grateful to her for being an amazing human being and being selfless in so many ways. Oh, and I even forgot to um, include that I am part of now a consortium of educators who are looking to redefine what education looks like in Grenada. And that work is being powered by an amazing human being, Caroline Henry. Um, Dr. Caroline Henry at St. George's University. So stay tuned for all of those things. Um, but let's get to 2023. So top of the year, I am actually going to be launching an e-workbook. One is going to be for leaders and the other one is for teachers. And basically they are filled with activities um, that allows for self-reflection that pushes the thinking around innovation, really understanding the children, the adults, that includes the parents, um, self-reflection for just the practices that both teachers and leaders engage in. Um, and then I also just share like ways in which you can take care of yourself. The, the part about self-care and sustainability is so important to me because that's never a priority. So that will be coming out is downloadable ebook. The other thing that I will be working on in 2023 is offering a subscription model because I find that there are too many leaders who are apprehensive about getting coaching. There's something about feeling like you don't know enough and our egos can get in the way of that because Society has said, you're the, you're the school leader, you're the district leader, you, you're supposed to know all things. You're supposed to have all of the answers. And quite frankly, we don't. And I'm grateful at every experience that I've had that has 
taught me great strategies and has allowed me to have tremendous successes that I believe can be replicated in any school. And so I want to share those things. I'm going to actually be teaching master classes within the subscription and providing separate Q and a sessions. Um, it is to anyone's benefit who wants to be in a room filled with like-minded individuals who really want to change the game of education by redefining it um, and be able to walk away feeling like you have learned and can apply it in real time because that's what we all deserve and that's what education needs. So Let's Wrap basically stands for redefining education, uh, advocating for wellness, and promoting sustainability. Those three things are the most important in order to lead and be successful. In addition to that, we of course will be relaunching um, detention. And I say relaunch because I am gonna be doing some modifications for episode, well, for season two. Um, full transparency, when I started, Detention, the focus was really all about making sure that we had courageous conversations about education and having interviews with rebels and disruptors. And while I still wanna make that a segment of our conversation, I do still wanna find balance and be able to talk about mental health and um, providing strategies about sustainability. Same thing about Let's Wrap that I'm gonna be doing as a subscription model, but really centering at the core how education can be redefined, not reimagined, because I think that sometimes we are stuck in thinking of what can be possible and there's no action behind it. I'm in a place of let's get it done. Let's talk about those solutions. Let's have conversations with people who are changing the game. Um, people who are still in education and those who have pivoted out the traditional positions. And if we don't make time and space to really start talking about what are possible um, ways in which we can engage outside of classrooms, because if we learn nothing about COVID is that the traditional model does not exist within four walls and the traditional career should not exist the same way either. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. And I spoke about my travel and want to offer you the opportunity of joining me with uh, uh, Teach With Love. I'm so apologetic for like the way I started out, but Teach With Love with Taina Benitez, who is the founder. Um, she is a force to be reckoned with and has created such an incredible um, organization that really centers educators and providing opportunities for professional development uh, and those who are interested um, in not only improving their craft, but if they're considering going into leadership. But what I love is how she actually creates and curates um, travel opportunities to go to different countries. This year alone, I know that she went to um, Peru, Spain, um, Egypt, and I accompanied her to Switzerland. 
So I am going to have the opportunity of going to Switzerland as a, as a team lead. Um, and it's also with Tiffany Jewell, who has wrote incredible books about anti-racism, not only for adults, um, but also for children. And so you should check that out, um, Tiffany Jewell. And we are going to be headed to Switzerland in July. I'm going to put all this information in the show notes. But if you are a leader, if you are a leader in education, we also will be having a trip. It's going to be Taina, myself, and uh, Elisa Guerra, um, one of my good friends. She is part of the Global Teacher Prize. We were finalists. And we also co-authored a book, Teaching in the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Um, and it talks about all the ways in which we can prepare children for skills, for the next iteration of what is to come because we have no idea what type of jobs are going to be in the world but there are certain skills that are transferable that can prepare our children to succeed um, in any market in any industry and so that trip will be in november again i will link all of this information in the show notes i know there was just so much that i shared um, in that latter part but my goal is to always show that we don't have to stick to the status quo of what education looks like, right? We can define what that, that means to us and how we can exist. And because there was no blueprint, and oftentimes I, have, I personally have not seen a person of color, specifically a black woman, an Afro-Latina, um, being able to show it in such a profound way, I figure, why not me? Because I want all of us to have these opportunities. And so I hope and I pray that as we enter this new year, that you have peace, you have clarity, and you experience prosperity. And I look forward to us serving detention together. Lastly, I want to thank Rondell for your tremendous patience, for believing in me, and for helping me to realize a vision um, that God himself put on my heart and brought the right person to make it happen. So with all the love and admiration, I thank you so much. Until next time. Thank you for serving time with me here in detention. Don't forget to subscribe and to tell a friend so that this way you're up to date on new episodes that will drop every week. You can also follow us on Instagram at Detention Podcast. If you want to learn more about my services as a coach, consultant, and keynote speaker, go to www.thelopezeffect.com. And let's stay connected on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by following me on my handle, the Lopez Effect. Lastly, if you have any topic ideas, questions or comments, or want to sponsor future episodes, please send me an email at detentionwithdrnadialopez at gmail.com. All of this information will be in the show notes, so don't worry if you didn't get it down. I also want to send a gentle reminder to my disruptors and rebels. It's okay for us to get into a little bit of good trouble, but please take gentle care of yourself, be well, and never forget to choose you.